Hello and welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike, and today I'm joined with Jeff Amen. He is the co-founder of Micromech in Calgary, Canada. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning back into the Guys Like Us podcast. This is Tyler Brondike. And today I'm excited to chat with Jeff Eamon. He is the co-founder of Micromech. But before we do that, I want to thank everyone who is new today, who is tuning in for the next 30 or so minutes. Um, thanks for checking us out. Uh, you can also check out some of our previous episodes, uh, which are available in the podcast archives for Guys Like Us. For those of you who have been here for a few episodes, thanks for, for joining us again. I appreciate your continued support. Today is with Jeff Eamon uh, of Micromact, based in Cal- Calgary, Canada, and he is improving the auto service industry through convenience, reliability, and overall quality. Um, the mechanics come to you. But what I really love about this, this conversation today is just how real Jeff is. Uh, very down-to-earth guy, um, is part of a tech startup and is incredibly busy, but still has this overwhelming peace uh, in his mind um, that you can really feel throughout this episode. So he shares some, uh, some advice and, um, that he has working through some of his biggest challenges, how he thinks about growth, and also advice for people who are getting deeper in their faith. He opens up his story of moving from Canada all the way to New Zealand, as far away as possible to attend Bible school. This adventurous spirit uh, has bode well for him as he now, he's now an entrepreneur, serving employees with good jobs and customers who face a lot of pain points. Um, so stay tuned for this episode and hope that you all enjoy this conversation. Hello and welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike, and today I'm joined with Jeff Eamon, co-founder of Micromech, an engineer and a disciple of Christ, currently residing in Canada. So, Jeff, thank you so much for joining this evening. Yeah, thanks a lot for uh, having me on the show, Tyler. Absolutely. All right, so um, kick things off. Uh, just want to know a bit more about Micromech. Uh, this is kind of your, your your pride, and and I'm sure you spend are spending a lot lot of time uh, working with Micromech right now. Uh, can you share just a bit more about the the mission of the organization and a quick elevator pitch as well? Yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, Micromech has definitely uh, been my baby for the last couple of years. Uh, and what Micromech is, it's a technology startup based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And we are focused on improving the auto service industry, both for customers and for mechanics. Um, And really our mission for the organization is to bring uh, trust or to restore trust back into the auto service industry um, for customers and to do that in a way that, um, you know, builds quality relationships with our customers uh, and also makes the entire auto repair experience a lot more convenient. Um, And then for mechanics, we just want to be able to create awesome, well-paying jobs and give them the opportunity um, to be entrepreneurs themselves and to work uh, with a tech company like Micromech and uh, serve customers in a in a really awesome way. Mm. That's awesome. Um, the first question, wh- where did the inspiration come? Uh, w- was it from a challenge or was it um, from you know, a previous passion that kind of 
evolved into into MicroMac? Yeah, it came from uh, you know the the typical consumer pain points. Mm. Um, so myself, you know, had had some pretty uh, I would say standard experience in the auto service industry. So uh, so ones that I would classify as as um, pretty poor. Uh, you know, multiple trips to a shop, uh, leaving you know work. Um, you know, getting to work late in the morning because you had to go to the shop first and then leaving mm. work early at the end of the day, you know, inconveniencing family and friends to get you, you know, to and from a shop. And then also just being without a car, um, you know, for the entire duration that your car is in a shop. Mm. Um, so, you know, had that happen a number of times as a car owner and realized, um, you know, this is a really, really um, inconvenient experience that I keep going through. And, uh, you know, literally every car owner, um, has to go through these pain points. So I figured there's there's got to be a better way um, to make this whole experience a lot more convenient. Um, but also I was really unhappy with, uh, you know, never really understanding what the issues were uh, related to my car and uh, never really being able to necessarily trust or, or um, yeah, really understand uh, if the work that they were selling me was, was fully necessary. So I also saw a really great opportunity to use some technology um, and, uh, you know, a service that sends mechanics to, to you to build transparency and to really build trusting relationships with our customers. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of where the idea came from. And then, uh, started about two years ago. Um, and, um, right away we started getting paying customers and, you know, ever since then we've, uh, been full time. So today we're, um, 11 full time staff in the office and about, mm -hmm. uh, 15 mechanics on our platform. And we operate in, two major cities in Alberta, which is Calgary and Edmonton, and as well uh, in the greater Toronto area over in Ontario. Wow. Well, first of all, congratulations on the, you know, the, the early success too. I'm sure that's, um, that's not always the case. Uh, in, you know, a, a lot of small businesses or, you know, startups fail, fail quite quickly. So um, that's, that's really encouraging. And I'm sure has kind of, has given you more confidence in your faith too, that this is the, the, the right path to pursue as I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty into, into going into to a new venture and to, you know, making this a, a full-time, a full-time career and, and starting to expand and, and really believing in what you do. Um, so I wanted to kind of, kind of translate the belief in, in, in this business and, and, and how that, uh, and how you've been able to, to, to put your belief in Christ and kind of how that's been the, the centerfold, um, of your life. Uh, so I guess question, I just want to, um, kind of go back into when you first got involved into, uh, in your Christian faith and then, uh, we, we can go from there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I grew up in a Christian home, um, which essentially means that, uh, my grandparents and my parents had really strong faith and I accompanied them to a church, uh, on the weekend for, yeah. you know, uh, most weekends from when I was a kid till, uh, end of high school. Um, and over that time, you know, I was going through a lot of the motions of being a Christian. So, you know, showing up on Sunday, having a smile on my face, being friendly, um, and going to, you know, Christian camps and, and doing things at Christian camps in the summer. Um, and, you know, um, you know, faith really didn't become a crucial part of my life. Um, until I guess it was kind of the mid high school years. Um, I think I started to really get a taste of Christ and, and what it means to be a Christian, mm -hmm. um, you know, on some of those, you know, week or, or two week long highs from being at, uh, you know, a Bible camp. 
Um, so basically seeing some guys that are a little bit older than you that you look up to and, and really seeing them live out faith uh, and uh, hear stories um, from their lives and things that they've been struggling with and how God has helped them through those um, really was kind of the first authentic glimpse that I, I had into Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, you know, kind of doing that for a couple of summers and, and going on that, you know, summer camp high a couple of times and then back to just kind of regular things in high school. Um, I really just started to think a lot about it and, and realized that, um, I, I really like the high time and being close to God or feeling close to God. And I really don't like the low time of just doing my thing and being in school. Um, so it was, uh, kind of end of high school. I had decided that, um, you know, I wanted a big change and, you know, I had lots of friends and, uh, you know, great people that I spent time with in high school, but I just really felt that uh, personally I wanted a bit of a change. So uh, I had uh, kind of looked for some opportunities to to get away and go to a Bible school. So um, what I found was an organization uh, called Torchbearers, and they run Bible schools called Cape and Ray uh, all across the world. And, um, you know, I wanted to get as, as far away from where I was which was in Regina, Saskatchewan, so the middle of Canada, really cold and really flat. Um, And I found an awesome Bible school in New Zealand, which seemed like an amazing place to go. So uh, for 2009, I spent my entire year in New Zealand really diving into God's Word, diving into uh, biblical studies, and um, one of the most impactful things was um, just getting to meet really authentic Christians living everyday life. Uh, in such a cool way, um, in a way that's just so devoted to Christ, um, and you can just you know see it in everything that they do and everything that they say, uh, and yeah, I guess just kind of like getting to experience that and live with, um, live alongside people like that for a year, was uh, had a huge impact on my life and and really is kind of the first place um, where it started to kind of sink in, uh, you know past kind of my head knowledge really deep into my heart and really start mm. to affect um, the way that I live my life. Mm. Um, so, so a long-winded answer, but uh, yeah, kind of grew up in Christianity uh, and never really sunk in until uh, my very late teen years. Mm. Absolutely. So, so in, the, in these one to two week, you know, so-called excursions or really these deeper encounters with a lot of Christian folks, where a lot of these guys... Um, older than you and, and, and were they involved in, you know, in, in, in standard ministry or were these folks that were um, just kind of everyday people and, and folks that um, you just, you know, like really enjoyed being around or, or maybe both? Um, yeah, it was definitely a bit of both. Okay. Um, I think the majority were probably just everyday people. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the camp counselors, um, you know, that are older than you, but you know, really not a lot older than you, maybe three or four years. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in high school and, you know, elementary days, three or four years is a pretty big gap, it yeah. seems like. Um, but yeah, just just seems like, uh, I guess, everyday people who um, had good relationships with the Lord and, and uh, wanted to share that with others really, yeah, had a good impact on me. Yeah, well, awesome. Yeah, and, and I think... Um, I think one big challenge that I think a lot of people I've had conversations with and, and just in, honestly in general, kind of looking at the research across them, the globe, it's just challenge to, to relate to, to Christianity and to, 
you know, a, a lot of, a lot of different church organizations. And, um, I think sometimes it can, it can feel, um, it, it just, I, I think the overall trend is just hard to relate. Um, and I, I, part of the, you know, guys like us podcast is to show and showcase to, you know, different people that are living lives, um, outside of quote unquote ministry and, and are doing, are doing great work. So, you know, as you have, as you kind of have studied Bible and have looked into different paths that, that you could, that you could have followed, um, after, you know, kind of once you want to enter into the workforce, um, how kind of, how were you thinking about becoming an entrepreneur and what have been a few things that, um, maybe have been, uh, part of your, you know, core values or, or, or really, um, really important for you to, to live a life of, of business, um, and, and really business stewardship. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, kind of the way that I've thought about entrepreneurship, um, is, uh, yeah, and, you know, kind of thinking about it and learning about, um, it kind of through experience, um, is entrepreneurship for me is just a really, really cool and unique tool to serve people. Um, you know, I had started a couple of small businesses uh, when I was a teenager, and right away, kind of from you know being a 12-year-old starting a business and being able to employ uh, you know some family and some friends for you know part-time summer jobs, that felt really good to me. Um, so you know, to be able to go out and labor with my hands and, and create opportunity, and then bring other people inside of that opportunity into mm. things that they actually enjoy doing. Um, and, you know, at that time we were working out at the lake and, you know, being able to employ friends out at the, you know, summer cabin at the lake, um, was an awesome job and, and that just felt good. Um, and then kind of like beyond that, getting into, um, you know, I guess more scalable business or, or just kind of, uh, the business that we're in now with Micromech. Um, yeah, something that I, I really just feel passionate about is that opportunity to really empower people. Um, and to build something uh, as a team that kind of, um, you know, focuses towards, you know, a goal and, and, you know, really requiring everyone on the team to really get to that goal. And, uh, yeah, just being a good steward of, of those people and, you know, the capital um, that you're able to, you know, attract um, through business and uh, just making sure that, you know, that goal and, and that stewardship are all things mm. that, um you know, aren't self-glorifying, but are, are instead glorifying to Christ. Mm. Um, and, you know, we've seen in our business, um, you know, God opens so many doors, um, you know, time and time again, uh, and God clears so many doubts. Um, you know, starting a business, there's tons of personal doubts and, and things that go on in your head. Um, and, you know, really just uh, seeing him speak pretty loud and clear about the path that he has us on has been really, really encouraging. Um and, uh, yeah, I'm just really excited to have such a cool opportunity to, um, you know, do things that I love and that I'm passionate about in, you know, business and entrepreneurship and, uh, to do that in a way that, um, you know, is glorifying to God. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What, one of the, the things you mentioned, uh, just in this response here, but, and then you also mentioned a few, you know, earlier in our conversation, um, what was the idea of creating opportunities for others to, to take part in work and to have the opportunity to serve. Um, and, and for also, you know, for it to be good work too. And, um, I think 
a lot of, a lot of mechanics that are you know that are employed have are, are, are you know are quite entrepreneurial and have the opportunity to to grow their to grow their skill set skill set and and also to kind of to to expand into into you know different areas as well um kind of how has i, I want to speak a bit more on kind of like the different gifts that you've been kind of that you've been given and i um i, I think sometimes we were, to, were we're told to just to focus on certain gifts that we have we've had that we have um but then you know i, I also think it's important and after conversation with some other folks um, that it, it, it is important to, to kind of enter into, uh, into new opportunities or new spaces to, to grow in areas that you might be weaker in, um, want to hear how you've been able or kind of what your take on that, uh, just on that is personally. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I definitely think that, um, you know, God's given us lots of different skills mm-hmm. or gifts, and it's it's great to lean into those and, and to use those well. Um, but I also think that, um, you know, God al- al- always wants us um, looking to Him and not feeling too confident in ourselves that we can, uh, you know, we've got the skills and we've got the gifts and we can just kind of get it done on our own. Um, so I, I see opportunities in my mm-hmm. life and, and in my business and, and where I am right now um, of, of, um, you know, ways that I definitely get to use strengths, but other ways where, um, you know, there's a lot of weaknesses that I have that um, I still have to do, you know, tasks and things that are um, dependent on a lot of these weaknesses. Um, and for me, you know, that's just such an awesome opportunity, um, you know, both in my strengths and my weaknesses to really lean into God and to, to just say, you know, it, it's it's really doesn't matter about my strengths or weaknesses. And it's mm-hmm. it's not um, really in my hands at the end of the day anyways. Um, so it just, you know, really creates good space and good opportunity for me to surrender the things that I do every day to God, um, and really let him lead me and, and lead our business. Mm. Um, yeah, that's definitely been, been, uh, something that I've been learning over the last couple of years. Yeah, no, for sure. Completely understand that. Interesting. Um, uh, kind of on that note, what have been some of the, uh, maybe a, a time or, or a few times when you've had to lean on God the most, um, in your business. And I, I want to keep this broad. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so definitely a lot of times where we have to lean on God in our business. Um, but also, um, not enough times, uh, that we actually have followed through and, and fully leaned on God. Um, so I think, um, I, I guess to answer the first part of your question, times that we, we really have leaned on God, um, I would say personally, um, was when we were starting out. Um, so I was working as an engineer previously and, uh, started the business, um, right around the time that I got engaged and married. Um, so leaving a, a well-paying job to start a company, um, and get married all at the same time is, is a lot of risk and a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. I can um, imagine. And, uh, and you know, I, I kind of grew up thinking that I was a fairly confident and outgoing guy um, and could kind of just put my head down and get stuff done. Um, and, you know, that that is, you know, who I am in a sense. But starting the business really just showed me that, um, you know, I really need God and, and uh, I really need to lean on him um, because a lot of the things that I was going through during that time was, you know, self-doubt and, and doubt about the business or, you know, is this what God wants me to do? 
or uh, what does the rest of the world, your family and friends, think of you if if the business doesn't turn out? Um, and just a lot of these muddy thoughts that that really weren't adding value to me or to what I was doing, um, and just a lot of thoughts that I, I realized weren't really from Christ. Um, so really, just being able to like lean on him for for that stuff and um, go to him and, and have support, um, you know, either just through prayer and spending time with God, or just through friends and family and, and kind of Christian community, um, you know, people from church. Um, that has been kind of like a huge um, support to me and uh, huge encouragement to me. Whether that's you know my wife or just some good friends, um, you know, to have have vulnerable and deep conversations with and say, Hey, this is, this is what I'm going through. My mind's telling me all these things and et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, that's, that's been pretty big for sure. Mm-hmm. Wow. Awesome. Um, and I know it, uh, from what it sounds like, um, and correct me if I'm, if I'm, if I'm, uh, misspoken, but a lot of kind of your, as the co-founder, some of your, uh, biggest responsibilities are on, um, business development and strategy. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely uh, business development strategy, yeah. leading the team, um, you know, figuring out where we want to go and, and how we get there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and uh, I want to get a bit a bit biblical and, and just kind of this is actually based on a, you know, a, a recent study I, I was looking into. And um, in terms of in terms of leadership, uh, like looking at actually looking at Joshua's leadership um in the old testament as the successor of moses and like you know what one of the, he was he was a great leader and um a, f- a few things that were mentioned in, in part of his leadership i guess style and, and the way that he went about is uh, to, to really empower people and to to have people be courageous really wherever they go and and, and taking steps into um in, in, into new lands and and knowing that you know, despite whatever kind of the, the circumstances and and whoever you're engaging with, to to do so with confidence and faith. Um, so I guess the the question I was just you know, as you look to develop and expand as a team, and and kind of as you look into, I'm sure you're looking to grow into new markets too, especially within within Canada and and hopefully in the, in the United States too. Um, but you know, how have you kind of what what's been your approach and 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 kind of in your vision and strategy of how you're looking to develop Micromech and kind of the and just kind of in that lens of a trying to incorporate a godly perspective too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think one key component is just knowing that it's it's really not in our hands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can we can work as hard as we want and put in the time, um, and and we definitely do that, but. At the end of the day, um, you know, businesses fail often and for tons of reasons. Um, so with our team, we, you know, definitely want to encourage our team and push towards big vision um, and, uh, you know, work hard and be good stewards of, of the things that we have and, um, you know, be doing everything that we can um, to make the business succeed, but also with the understanding that, um you know, if it doesn't, it's out of our hands, and mm. uh, you know, you know, the market might not accept what we're doing in some locations or, or other things, and uh, yeah, just really um, encouraging the team to kind of like step out, be courageous, um, work hard, put it out there, and uh, give it your best, and mm-hmm. uh, let kind of God do the rest, and um, yeah, outside of that, knowing that mm. um, 
that's that's kind of what we're called to do. I don't think we're called to uh, use our brands that we've been given and use our skills to kind of just like um, work a nine to five that we're not really happy with or or not push ourselves in in the way that I think we were created to to do. Mm. So uh, yeah, we definitely encourage people to to step up, to take leadership, to take ownership, and put themselves out there um, with the understanding that you know it's a team game that we're playing, and you know if we fail. It's not individual failure. It's it's team, and uh, even you know if we do fail, in my mind, I think there's there's tons of successes along the way, and and overall, it would still be a great success because I think that the Lord is teaching us so many things daily, and you know through our team and through our business. That um, yeah, it's it's you know again, I think it's business mm-hmm. is really just a tool to to build mm-hmm. kingdom and to encourage people. So so yeah, awesome. I don't know if, I don't know if that answers your question at all. No, no, it does. I think that provides a, a, a clear picture. And I'm, I, I like the, 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 the point of kind of that it is a team game as well. And, and we, we, we all, we all, we all come and enjoy our wins, but we also, you know, if there is a fit, a, a loss or a failure in some aspect, then it's, you know, we all, we all take the understanding and, and responsibility for that. And I think that's tough sometimes um, to kind of, transfer into this we mindset um but and i and i think it's it's important because we we all kind of play into the body of christ too you know we're all we're all part of one whole and we're all especially you know i'm sure it's a very tight-knit community too is you um you know as a smaller organization you're not you're not the size of you know google or a, a big big tech company where everyone can uh can kind of be doing their own thing but everyone is uh pretty you know uh, flexible and lean and, and able to kind of shift into different positions. Um, yeah, definitely. So uh, last few questions I wanted to ask is just um, what, what kind of questions are you, do you have right now uh, kind of about your personal walk um, or, or, or even kind of about your, uh, sorry, your, your personal walk with God right now or uh, just about Christianity in general? Yeah. Um, in terms of my personal walk, things that I'm I'm kind of exploring or or asking right now mm. are, um, you know, how do I really hear God, um, and you know, even just as basic as like how do I even make space to hear mm. God, um, you know, He's putting us in a season that's just so busy right now with building a business, mm-hmm. um, but I'm confident that He hasn't put us in all of the busyness so that we're surrounded by busyness and and we don't have any time to really spend with him or any time to listen to him. Um, so that's kind of a, a top of mind thing for me is just, um, you know, what's the right balance to set time aside uh, and just kind of be still and listen. And, you know, whether that's me sitting there for 30 minutes and, um, you know, kind of nodding off at the end and not hearing much or, you know, whether that's me sitting there for 30 minutes and having just awesome, deep, intimate prayer time. Um, I think that's just, something that, uh, you know, I want to be doing right now. And, uh, yeah, something that I'm, I'm kind of figuring out how to, how to do well and, and to, yeah, how to just do that well. Um, no real questions kind of like in the bigger picture about Christianity, uh, mm-hmm. more so ways of just, um, how can I, how can I, you know, make this more authentic for me and, uh, just be a good steward and really live out, um, yeah, my faith. Awesome. Yeah, that's 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 great, and I, I just love to highlight the 
the the importance of being a disciple and a follower of Christ. Um, the word disciple comes from the Greek word methetes, which means learner. Um, so just really adopting and, and living this this learning mindset, um, which I believe is through listening, questioning, and and then acting on God's word. So. Uh, I I think it's always important to to constantly kind of be questioning how how things are right now how you know just in having that conversation of I, I just want to be able to hear you you know hear you a bit better a bit more clear in, in terms and during this chaos and and just to to know that you're there and you're um and that you're guiding me in, in the right direction and, and I mean um so yeah I I think that was great and I appreciate that um the the la- the last one one note on that there yes um, for sure just at, just as you're talking about you know um you know listening questioning and then acting on it um a verse that kind of like is is top of mind for me often is james 4 8 it mm-hmm. just says you know something along the lines of come near to god and he'll come near to you um you know and for me that's that's a big encouragement to make sure that i'm setting that time aside just to you know make space to listen to god and to make space to just come near to him because, you know, if this is, you know, the creator of the universe who we as Christians believe God is, um, that's a pretty amazing thing that he's telling us for a pretty amazing promise. You know, if we mm-hmm. sit down and are intentional about, you know, coming near to God and having a conversation, you know, it's like grabbing a beer with a friend or something. If I want to sit down and, and talk with God, he's telling us that he's going to make time in his schedule and and chat with us or, you know, meet with us. Um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to add that in. Yeah, completely agreed. And that's very, I, I take that very, uh, literal too. I mean, and it's, I, I found, I've definitely found that as I spend more time coming closer to him, um, other things and other challenges and worries of, of the day and, but, and even worries of, a of a long season, um, tend to fall to the wayside. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting because sometimes we like to cut off things, um, but I also think we should be we sh- we should be and just based on this verse right here, spending a lot more times um, on the inverse, but coming to coming to something, uh, which is obviously, you know, coming to God and coming to 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 His to His glory. So, um, that's no, that's I appreciate you for adding that in. Um, and just the last few questions, I just want to know what advice you have for people who are um, interested in, in uh, starting their walk with Christ, or maybe they're um, maybe have been lost for a little bit and are looking to come back. Um, but really, just people who are, are looking to to explore and then also get deeper in their faith. Mm. You know, I, I wouldn't consider myself the guy to go to for advice on on anything, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, for people who are kind of looking to, you know, either explore faith or or kind of pick back up on that or or really dive deeper into what that means, um, you know, I guess my advice would be find people in your life that um, you know would have faith. Um, and, you know, people that you look up to who have faith and just have some authentic conversations with them. Um, you know, Christianity is is not a thing that we're trying to convince people of. Um, Christianity is just a relationship mm. with Jesus, um, who is a, a, a friend and a God who loves us. Um, and I think Christian people um, 
you know, welcome, open, authentic conversation, um, whether that's, you know, with other Christian people or people who completely have no faith. Um, you know, and I love when, when people want to talk to me about my faith, um, like today with you, Tyler, or, Mm. you know, in, in, you know, other capacities, if people are just curious and, you know, they're thinking about stuff, I, I'm always super pumped to just grab a beer or grab a coffee or whatever and just, just uh, look at some of the tough questions that people are wrestling with. And if I can be of any help to, you know, shed some light on the way that I think of things or the way that my faith helps me through some of those tough things. Um, yeah. Have wow. some of those conversations basically. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot of importance there on the one-on-one conversation you mentioned, uh, you mentioned, and I think, um, I, I think in our generation in particular and, uh, the way the way that it's made sense to me and made sense to some people I've spoken to is that like y- you need to have conversations with and you know in a small group or in a one-on-one conversation with others um, for j- just to, to to have that to have that sense and feeling of a of community and b and, and just feeling known um, mm-hmm. as well and I think that is something that is a uh, that can be a challenge um, in in. in I think in just overall church culture right now. And I don't, I want to be careful there, but um, I think, I think being able to have those, these, these small conversations are, uh, are extremely advantageous. So thank you for, thank you for sharing that. Um, And I just want to know uh, last, last question. um, Just if, if there's anything that we didn't cover, or maybe you want to cover in more depth uh, that's on your heart right now and you'd like to share and then where we can find you. Yeah. Um, the thing that I, I usually share with people uh, is to kind of step out of your comfort zone and to be okay with doing that. Um, you know, I think I think we're made to, um, you know, glorify God and to, to do big things. Uh, and um, I really want to encourage people if they're doing things um, – that they aren't really happy about, whether that's like a nine to five or whatever that might be. If they just want to achieve some fitness goals or whatever Mm -hmm. it would be, I would just ask uh, or encourage people to kind of think big on those things and then really push themselves outside of their comfort zone. Um, And, and for me, that's kind of like a spiritual thing, even though it's, it's not actually uh, like a formal faith thing. I just find, um, yeah, I find a lot of personal joy uh, in, you know, being there to kind of like help people um, push themselves out of their their typical way of doing things and and really explore, um, you know, opportunities for them to challenge themselves and to grow in new ways. And for me, that's just like, yeah, I find a lot of satisfaction and a lot of joy in in, uh, chatting with people about stuff like that and and working with people um, through stuff like that. Um, So if anyone is interested in, you know, wherever that kind of conversation might go, I'd love to chat with you um you can find me in calgary alberta uh but if you don't live <laughs> yeah. here uh you can reach me uh at my email um jeff at micromech.net um or uh, book a service with us at micromech.net <laughs> yeah awesome awesome super cool um boy it's it's been a pleasure chatting with you today jeff and uh, and just hearing about uh, about your story and and the continuous journey that you're that you're walking every day and uh, how you, you you've put Christ at the center and how that continues to be uh, the part of the equation uh, that keeps you going in the engine. Um, 
And just to wrap us up, would you mind closing us out in prayer to just to pray for us and just to pray for our audience as well? Yeah, I'd love to, Tyler. Father God, we just thank you so much for this day, Lord. We just thank you for um, the opportunities that you give us um, to be bold uh, in the places that you have us, Lord, and the opportunities that you give us to serve you um, in so many different ways, Father. Lord, I just pray that um, myself and Tyler and everyone listening, Lord, um, we'll just um, look to you for everything that we need, Lord, whether we have strong relationships with you, Lord, or whether this is the first time that we've, um, you know, even heard your name, Lord. I just pray that um, that you'll just plant something in our hearts and in our minds that is just a constant reminder to look to you for strength, for energy, um, in good times and bad, Lord. And uh, yeah, God, we just thank you that you love us. We thank you that you want uh, an intimate, personal relationship with us. And we thank you that um, you're accessible to us, Father, that you tell us that if we come near to you, you will be there to speak with us, Father. Um, so, yeah, I just um, yeah, want to thank you, God, for everything that you give us. And I just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.